up you guys it's chels xx and we are back with big sky big sky season two is here and oh my goodness i freaking love season one season one was so good and season two is giving me the same vibes like it's gonna be good as well so i'm so excited for season two big sky is here you can watch it on thursday nights on abc or you can stream it on hulu oh my goodness it was such a good episode let's get into it Before we get into this episode, I just want to give a big, big thank you to all my listeners and supporters out there. It doesn't matter which platform you listen to me on, you tune in, you listen, and I thank you, thank you. And since you tune into this episode, that means you're obviously a Big Sky fan. Uh, a big hello to you, and thank you for listening in to all the Big Sky fans, and welcome to the family. We freaking, freaking love the show, and we're going to hit up all the reviews for season two. We're going to do some other off-the-wall topics and a little bit of everything, but I just wanted to give you guys a shout-out and thank you, thank you, thank you. So this is Season 2, Episode 1, and the episode is titled Wakey Wakey. And if you watch Season 1, you already know where that comes from, but we'll get to that at the end. I was not expecting that. I really didn't see the title of the episode i just hit play and then we got to the end and i was like ah okay and i looked at the title and i was like oh okay it all makes sense now it all makes sense so we picked up where we left off at the end of season one jenny has been shot she's been rushed to the hospital cassie commandeered some random cops patrol car and she's going after ronald she's like just speeding and thinking about everything that just happened and she gets to the end, I guess, of the end of their jurisdiction. And she, like, gets out the car. And she's kind of like, goodness, he got away. And I was like, Cassie, if I was Cassie, I would have kept going. Like, just go until you find him. But I, obviously she can't do that because it's not their jurisdiction. So she has to go back. And from there, we get to see Jenny. And Jenny's just kind of, like, going through the motions. It's six weeks later. We see her just going through the motions until we see her go to the uh, sheriff's office and she goes to see Sheriff Tug, which the sheriff has been trying to hire her back since like the mid-season one. He's been trying to get her to come back to law enforcement, but she would turn him down each and every time. But this time is different. She understands that having that shield gives her gives her more power than she had as a personal investigator. So she tells the sheriff like, hey, I want the badge. I'm ready to come back. And of course, since he's been trying to hire her back, he gives her a badge and tells her like, you're hired. You're gonna be, I guess, the undersheriff. So he's gonna be, she's gonna be under him, I think. So we see her go to tell Cassie and she tells her that hey, we need to meet for a drink. And they meet for a drink. Cassie took it well, she understood. So it was no problem there. She, so as they're at the bar, a group of guys come in and they're going to the back, shooting pool, having drinks, buying drinks, and Cassie and Denny kind of make bets of who they think will come up and uh, try to buy them a drink. And Denny says, the dude in the flannel. Cassie says, you know, the dude in the trucker hat. And Cassie wins. The dude in the trucker hat comes up, try to buy him a drink. They turn him down. He goes back. But Denny sees somebody. She notices somebody that she knows. She notices a guy sitting over there with them and I was kind of like hmm okay where is this going so Cassie leaves and we'll get back to why she left she had to go back to relieve her babysitter and we're going to get to that later but when Cassie leaves the group of guys kind of get ready to leave and the guy that Jeannie notice notices her and as they're walking out Jeannie kind of like hey how are you doing like hey stranger 
And he he straight up was like, I, I don't think I know you. And he played it off. And I was like, hmm. I immediately I knew he was probably undercover because Jenny ain't messing around with some random dudes. So I was like, yeah, he's probably undercover. And later on, we see that that is exactly what it is. It's one of her old flings, I guess. She's watching TV, and she hears some commotion outside. So, of course, she grabs her gun, she opens the door, and she sees the dude. And I think the dude's name is Travis. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Travis. So, they get to talking, and she tells him, like, what's all been going on. And he tells her about the undercover drug ring, I think it is, that he's undercover for. So as that's going, you know, they get a little close and they get a little, a little sexy time. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I kind of like this. I kind of like this couple and pairing, but we'll see how it works. I don't feel like Jenny's going to take it serious. So we see Cassie and Cassie goes to relieve her babysitter, Max. And we're going to go back a little bit. So we first meet Max when she's starting off her day at her home. And she's coming downstairs and talking to her mother. And then her mother's boyfriend interrupts. And the mother's boyfriend, he goes by the name of T-Lock. I don't forgot what his real name is. Terrence, Terry, something like that. But he goes by T-Lock, which is already creepy in its sense. And he was already giving, like, creeper vibes. And I was like, oh, Lord, what is this? So we see Max go and hang out with her friend Harper, and they're just talking. And as they're leaving, like, just walking off on their bikes or getting ready to ride on their bikes, like, T-Lock, the freaking mother's boyfriend, is, like, working out, I guess, in the window watching them. And I was like, I'm already not feeling this story of T-Lock, whoever the heck. I was like, nah, I'm not with it. I'm not with it at all. So now we go back to when... Cassie goes to relieve Max. She offers to drive her home because it's late, obviously. So as she's going home, she gets she gives Max the money. And Max goes upstairs to her room. And T-Lock, like, blocks off the door so she can't go to the room. And I was like, oh, my goodness, where is this going? But T-Lock, you know, takes her money. She was like, give me the money. And he gives her only $5. I was like, sir, how are you going to take this baby money? You didn't have to sit and play rock band for hours on an end with a little boy she did so you really gonna take her money and he says everybody has to hold their own uh pay their own way here and i was like t-lock sir no i really feel like he's not using that money for rent or whatever he made it seem i really think that t-lock is part of the drug ring that travis is doing undercover work on because he was giving just weird vibes like why take her money like that didn't make any sense but moving on from that, so after he gives her only $5, like, what the heck she gonna do with $5, sir? <laughs> we see Max goes into a room, and she gets a text from her friend Harper, and they're going to meet up at a spot just to hang out, do what kids do. So she sneaks out, and she meets up with her other friends. I can't remember the other two's name, but um, it's the girl and the girl's brother. I can't remember their name. But they're all just sitting around. She's giving them, like, tattoos. Max is giving their friends tattoos. And she gives Harper a tattoo. And I'm kind of seeing something between Harper and Max. I'm thinking that's probably going to be a little something-something later on. But she gives her the tattoo. And she's asking whoever else wants a tattoo. And it's dark. Everybody. But before any of that happened, we see, like, somebody, like, lurking in the bushes. And one of the friends said earlier that she only brought her brother because Harper saw somebody, like a creepy man in a van, walking, going around. So 
this might be the creepy man they saw earlier. And I was kind of like, if y'all saw a creepy man the last time, why go back? Like, that doesn't even make any sense, but okay. So they're giving the tattoos. Harper's off looking in the distance. And Max goes and tells her to make a wish on the, one of the rocks that they did the other tattoo on. So she makes a wish, throws the rock the rock and she says i wish something i wish that something would happen in this town and why did she do that the friends are making wishes and throwing rocks and wishing that stuff would happen in this town which they shouldn't have did we see a guy driving a truck that we see earlier he meets up it really wasn't that much dialogue and any information of really what was going on we just see this guy meet up with another guy and i guess they're supposed to be doing like a drug trade-off probably and we see the dude telling him like you can go in the back and get whatever it is he's supposed to be getting so when he goes to the back to get it he sees that the car is wrapped up and that only means one thing like sir you're about to die so the dude shoots the other guy that went to the back and the dude wraps him up and puts him in the truck so when he puts him in the trucks he's driving him somewhere and that leads us to where we are with max and her friends so as they're wishing and looking into the stars they hear the truck swerving and the truck is swerving because he, uh, the man obviously didn't finish the job. He didn't kill him like he thought he did. And the guy woke up in the back, broke out of the bag somehow, and started wrestling with the guy as he's driving. So they're swerving, and then they crash. And Harper and her friends see this, and obviously they seem like good kids, so they go and try to help. And as they go down and try to help, they see that the men... They think the men are dead at this point. So they see the men, and then they see these two bags. And they're looking like, oh my goodness, we gotta help and the driver of the truck wakes up and tells them to take the bags run like they will kill you take the bags and go so they do just that and as they're running they see somebody else coming so they sit behind the trees and they watch and i was like y'all could have kept going just take them bags and run he already said they're gonna kill you if they catch you so why not keep running but they stop and they look and they see this guy in like all black with the cowboy boots the cowboy buckle and the hat and they never show us his face and i kind of was thinking it was dewey but we'll get to dewey and all that in a minute so i thought it was dewey but obviously it probably wasn't dewey so they see that and the trucker's kind of like pleading for his life and saying no and the mysterious guy with the cowboy hat and the boots and all 
he shoots him and then he looks because he thinks he hears the kids in the, in the back so he looks and he doesn't see anything so he kept going and the kids run off back to their truck they get into their little jeep and they they see before they get in there they look to see what's in the bags and i was like yeah there you go see what's in the bags first y'all shouldn't have never taken them but since you took him look and see what's in the bag so they look and see and there's drugs and money and i was like oh my goodness they done got these kids in some trouble and i'm like girl you know cassie i don't even know if she knows cassie is a pr or not but if she does i was kind of like girl max call up cassie and tell her what happened you'll be good but the kids are scared to go to the cops because they just took drugs and money from a scene so they just seen somebody get killed and then they took the things from the scene so they're like no nah, we're into deep now we can't go to the cops they're gonna blame it on us and things like that so max agrees to take the money she takes the money back to her house and she puts it like under the floorboards in like the shed or something and i was like goodness girl just just tell cassie so yeah i was really wanting her to call cassie but cassie got her own problems right now because earlier lord mark poor mark he's still trying to get with cassie but cassie playing hard to get she knows she like him but she ain't not gonna give him the time of day right now <laughs> and mark is still suspended so mark brings evidence to cassie because cassie is still focused on the ronald case she doesn't want to move on to any other case but obviously she's gonna have to hopefully if max says something she's gonna get involved in that case but for right now she's still on the Ronald case so as she's doing that Mark brings her evidence that a state trooper helped Scarlett get away that same day which if you remember from last season Scarlett was Ronald's freaking crazy killer girlfriend as well she was at first I thought she was innocent but then as we the season go on we seen that she was just like Ronald she was insane <laughs> so they go to meet with the state trooper but they, they didn't really go to meet with the state trooper they went just to stake out and you know just watch and see what his what he was doing what his everyday life is like see if he did anything suspicious because mark is still suspended he really can't be doing anything like that but cassie you know cassie's always push forward push forward try to get some things and you know get some evidence some stuff so she gets out to go talk to dewey and when she went to talk to Dewey, Dewey straight up tells her, like, she was, like, you need to watch yourself because everybody's watching. And we don't really know who he's talking about, but he was just straight up like, they're watching you, they're watching me, you know, they're all watching this. And she took that as a threat and she, they just left. But later on, she goes back to do a stakeout and she sees that the door has been broken up, uh, the window's been broken and the door has just been left open. So she goes in and she finds Dewey dead. So that's kind of killed my my theory of Dewey being the one that shot the trucker, or not the trucker, but the dude that was driving the truck earlier. But Dewey's dead, so it couldn't be him. But earlier he said somebody was watching. So who knows? Who knows who it is? Um, Every time you think you know what's gonna happen on this show, it's like a twist and a turn. So we don't know. We're obviously gonna find out who did that. So back at at the scene as they see that Dewey's dead so they call the cops you know so everybody can come and do their little investigation but before that Cassie finds a file and the file has pictures of her and her son so Dewey said they were watching and obviously he was watching too something he was dirty he was a dirty cop or state trooper or whatever but so everything is tied together and we're gonna end it off with the last scene and this is where wakey wakey comes into play if you guys remember last season, 
I thought it was a throwaway line. I didn't think it was gonna hold any weight, but obviously it's not a throwaway line. Legarski's wife at the time, I forgot her name, but Legarski's wife mentioned that he had a twin brother. And I really thought it was just a throwaway because nothing else happened after that. I was like, okay, so we're not gonna see a twin brother, so that was just a throwaway. No, it was not a throwaway. Cause at the end of the episode, to end it off, of season two, episode one, to end it off, we see like this dude with his long ponytail, looks like he's on a farm, he's got these weird caged animals, and he's like frying an egg, and he puts it on a plate, and he's whistling, and I already knew, cause I was like, only person that does this weird stuff was Logarski, and then we see this man walk into like a shed, and he unlocks it. And as he unlocks it, we see Ronald is chained up. So Ronald got away and now he's chained up in this man's shed. And when Ronald comes out, the camera pans over. And who is it? It looks like Legarski, but it's obviously Legarski's twin brother because Legarski, his wife bashed his head in. So Legarski is dead. At first, I was like, wait, is Legarski not dead? But then I remembered what I thought was a throwaway line. But I remember it. Bogarski has a twin brother. And this is obviously the twin brother. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then we hear him say the wakey-wakey. Like the freaking infinite line of the creepy Lagarski crew. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So this is where we're going, Big Sky? <laughs> this is where we're going? I freaking love it. I freaking love it, though. Well, that was the end of episode one of season two, Wakey Wakey. And like I said, this season is already giving me vibes of, like, it's going to be so good. I think it's going to top it. It's going to top season one. I'm already going to say it. I hope, I'm hopefully you're right. Hopefully, hopefully this top season one, but we're going to see. We're going to see, guys. But as always, it's Chelsea XX. Be kind to one another, take care of one another, and I'll see you guys on the next review.